welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, Peace, thanks love, for joining everyone. us again. Thanks for joining us again. We're back uh, for another episode of Making Sense. Uh, we're getting up there now in the numbers. We ain't in like the the 50s and 60s yet, but we'll get there. We're getting but we're close. Yeah. We're getting there. <laughs> we're a lot further than I thought we'd be when we was in chip shop yeah. those months ago. Um, today we're doing our episode on the purchasing or financing of cars. So a little bit of a story how this episode came about. We all recognise that, especially in our community, that that's probably one of the first major purchases uh, that we make. Yeah. You know, many of us can't buy houses or feel that we can't buy houses, but it's a lot more achievable to buy a car. Yeah. And it's a lot easier to show to people, right? They say it's the house yeah. that you can show everyone. Yeah. So, you know, you'd be surprised, in my opinion, how many people really focus on having a nice car. Um, we're going to kind of discuss that and the ways you would finance it. So, uh, once again, you have myself, Thinking Jay. You have yours truly, Frank. You have me, Francis. Sam. Kalisha. And we have a special guest in the Gavin building special today. Special guest in the building. <laughs> I'd like to introduce yourself, bro. I'm Gavin um, from Car Buying Guru UK, at Car Buying Guru UK on the socials. And yeah, thanks for having me, guys. No problem, no problem. Uh, so Gavin and I linked up via a mutual friend. Um, you know, I like a lot of the stuff he's doing in terms of letting people understand what they're getting into when they enter into these deals. Because I had a little bit of experience working in an end of contracts kind of department for a leasing company a few years ago. Yeah, you say, yeah. Before I became an accountant. And you see the issues people get themselves into. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to kind of, I think, I think it'll be a good episode to go through. Yeah, yeah man. I think. I'm excited to be here, to be fair. Thank you very much. I like what you're doing, I can't lie. Oh, <laughs> see? Thank you. I, I, I forgot to mention that as well. He is a fan of what we're doing and yeah. has been a great supporter. So, yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for making it, Gavin. I think let's do our disclaimer. Mm-hmm. So guys, please always remember we are not registered financial advisors, so always do your own research and consult professional advisors. Thank you. <laughs> nice and short. short. Nice and short. <laughs> not every day long, right? The information's there and it yeah, get it. So yeah, it's all good. Yeah, exactly. So I think the first question will come from myself. Um and it'll be could we maybe go through some of the different ways uh, people can finance their car? you know the different kind of deals that are out there or just the different options available to people really yeah i mean i'll stick to the more consumer stuff because obviously it's um it's gonna be mainly joe public listening Agreed. i presume yeah. so um the main one everyone knows is, is higher purchase or also known as hp so that's basically when you have a loan that covers the whole cost of the car um be it a new or used one and then you pay that loan back over a period of up to five years usually mm. um, with interest on top. Um, the other one that's come about recently is PCP, personal contract purchase, which I'm sure a hell of a lot of people listening would have been offered by dealerships. Mm. Yeah. There's a bit of a scandal going around PCP now, which not a lot of people know about. Okay. Yeah, to the point where the government are looking at like um, the housing crisis that we had. Wow. Oh. Yeah, it's not because the the actual products are smaller value. Yeah, so it's not like yeah, I've got yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, million yeah, house yeah. or whatever. <laughs> it's not going to crash the market as such, but there is a lot of things happening with the FCA to make sure people aren't buying cars on PCP. And it, there's going to be a point where it comes like PPI, where there's going to be a hell of Claims. a lot of people. Oh, yeah, wow. And you see the stuff, you know, so if it wasn't endowment mortgages or PPI, there's always something where... But but what, what are the differences between them, though? Yeah, yeah PCP, actually, so the PCP splits the actual car into three, if you like. So the first bit is your deposit. The second bit's your monthly payments. And the third bit's um, a balloon payment. But it's also oh, known right, right. as a guaranteed minimum future value. Yes. Now, that's the deceiving part because... A customer here is guaranteed minimum future value and thinks that's what their car is going to be worth in the mm. future. But that's not the case. It's, it's actually not. a guarantee of what you're going to owe the finance company. 
wow. And I actually worked, um, I've had, this is what, it's, it's my own business, but I had two jobs prior to starting Car Buying Guru. And the first one I had was selling cars over the phone. Mm. Oh, wow. And if you ever worked in call center scenario, you know, your boss would listen on your call. You don't yeah, even know yeah, it. Yeah. Cool. So I've taken it as logic that the guaranteed minimum future value is guaranteed to the customer. And I've used it as part of my sales pitch on one of my early calls in, in that job. And he ran over to me after and was like, you can't be saying that. I was like, what do you mean? He goes, you told a customer that they're guaranteed to get X amount at the end, which is not the case. Um, that's what they're going to owe at the end. We can't guarantee what a car's worth. So let's take, for I don't know if anyone knows about cars, but VW had a big scandal. Yep. Not so long ago. Yeah, the emissions. The, the fuel emissions, emissions right? Yeah. So when I was working in the garage at that point, I was one of the people that was in charge of like valuing cars, part exchange and whatnot. And we got emails over, around saying, don't buy no VWs because they didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. So obviously you're buying a, 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 an item the same way if you was buying drinks in the, in the off license, you don't know what you can resell it at and you might be losing money. It's a business at the end of the day. So it's a national business and they just emailed the whole, everyone, every dealership and said, don't buy no VWs. Whereas if you was on a PCP and you was coming to renew at that point and you was driving a VW, you'd have been in problems. Yeah. The finance company, yeah. the finance company want their money back. Your car's not worth what the guaranteed minimum future value yeah. was, but they don't care. It's a bank at the end of the mm. day. So um, that's PCP. And like I said, that just keep your eye on it, Google it, etc. There is stuff out there showing that people that it's it's going to be the next PPI. It's no, mm-hmm. there's no question about it. It's that doesn't surprise. Yeah. Um, and then what I'm pushing forward with, and what I, I recommend to a lot of people, especially looking at newer cars or a new car, is to um, personal lease. Um, so that's where it's like a long term rental. Mm-hmm. Is that different from HP? Yeah, because okay. you don't have any option to um, buy the vehicle. Right really oh, like there's, okay. there's, there's some leasing companies will offer you something really, but the the general rule is that you don't own the vehicle so you'll see on the adverts or you hear on the adverts on the radio you will not own the vehicle yeah. at the end etc um, as a disclaimer or whatever but that's the one to go for because you're not committing to the car and let's face it, in this day and age no one really wants to keep a car for 10 years exactly yeah. oh, no. Yeah. no one exactly. does it's like no. a mobile phone now you, yeah. you upgrade yeah. or you change every two mm. three or four years on a lease so <clears throat> excuse me that's what that's what the the one for me I talk to people about and that's the one I'm pushing forward with because it even works out cheaper than the other two options um, which will probably come on to later right. but yeah leasing is, is the way forward so in that, my opinion that's called personal leasing yeah, yeah. cool yeah personal so, contract hire yeah. personal contract PCH leasing um, they're all the same thing okay, oh, okay. So, so with that you still have to drop a deposit right you don't have to. Okay. You don't have to. One of my customers um, had a car for me last month and he he only... So you'll see the profile. They call them profiles. So it's, there's like... Uh, one you'll usually see is 6 plus 35, which is a three-year contract. And the six is the first payment. So it's six times the monthly payments. And the 35 is 35 payments of monthly, monthly payments. Yeah, okay, yeah, that cool. makes sense. So, um, so yeah, you can do a one plus 35, which means you pay one and equivalent to one payment in your first month. And then 35 payments thereafter, which again right. it will work out to no deposit because you're making the same same yeah, payments throughout. And and that's better for newer cars as well, you said? Yeah, you can only really do a lease on a brand new car. Okay, cool. But yeah, it is better. Okay, so you've spoken about car leasing. I wanted to know when does it make sense making sense? When does it make sense to <laughs> lease a car every time. rather than to buy it outright? You say you're pushing for this, yeah. but is that the best way in all options? No, I mean People ask me what's the best car to buy. People ask me um, what's the best way to buy a car. But I always say it's down to your personal situation. Yeah. Mm. If, and I ask certain questions and 
I mean, I'm a salesman. I've been I've been in some form of sales pretty much my whole adult life. So if I if I can find out the information from the beginning, I can give you the right advice. Yeah. So I'll say to you, how long do you want to keep the car for? If you say to me you want to keep the car for three years, then you need to be leasing. Yeah. If you say to me you want to keep the car for ten years, then a higher purchase, or if you got the cash, then buy it out, right? Yeah. That so makes sense. It, it does. It depends on the person. Yeah. That's kind of been my rule of thumb. Yeah. Generally, it depends on the person's situation. There's no set thing is like yeah someone like yourself will want a car that's different to a 17 year old boy that's just passed his test yeah, you know what i mean exactly. so there's no right car the same way there's no right finance package necessarily okay it's quite seems quite similar to investing right in a sense yes yeah long term yeah. short term all depending on your personal yeah. circumstances yeah, yeah you're right you're right yeah cool what do we have next um um do you think you can get better value when leasing a second hand car you can't you can't really lease a second-hand car. Um, oh, you can't, okay. Yeah, leasing, if it's a pre-registered car, which basically means the garage will have, these new car garages, they got targets to hit. So let's say um, a, a Vauxhall garage mm. gets paid a certain amount for every car they register as a new car. Yep. So they'll register some cars to themselves because it works out by the time they've brought the car and sold it on at a profit and what they get from Vauxhall for registering that car, it'll, it'll benefit the business. So because it's a pre-registered car, sometimes you can do a lease on that, but nine times out of 10, it's a brand new vehicle that you'll be leasing. So there's no option on a, on a used car. If you're buying a used car and you are going to change it pretty quickly, then go on PCP, but go on PCP with the knowledge that you are going to swap the car or do something yeah, other you. than own it at the end. Because the balloon, paying the balloon payment to me, is, is, this is nonsense. It don't make sense. Cars were, there was one, I worked in a Ford garage mm. for um for five years and, before my time, you could go in there and you can buy a Fiesta for nine grand, mm. a, a decent spec at the time, yeah. and own it outright. Nine grand cash, drive away in it. Yeah. You can't pick up a Fiesta for nine grand now. No. Yeah, mm, yeah. But the, the joke because inflation's gone up. Yeah, they they got Bluetooth, they got DAB, they got sat nav, they got heated seats, they got leather seats, yeah. etc. Do you know what I mean? My lady, my lady had a Fiesta and her her one was kitted out. It's, it was crazy, but. How are you going to pay for that? Ford ain't going to reduce it so Joe Public can buy it. Yeah. And and people like Alan Sugar that's got the nine grand in the bank to buy the car, he don't want a Fiesta. Yeah. yeah. So what you're going to, you can't shut up shop. So what they did, they designed a PCP. So think about it. I've got, I've got my part exchange. So I'm driving a decent, like a, a five-year-old car. I take that in. I part exchange it for a piece, a brand new car on PCP. Mm. My old car goes to used cars. They can sell that at a profit. They yeah. made money once. I then purchased a new car. Like I said, that's registered as a new car. There may be some profit in the new car. They've made money twice. Hmm. Then at the end of the three years, my PCP's up. They call me. Do you want to change your car? Come in. We'll put you into the, the new, new Fiesta. Yeah. They've made money a third time mm. because they've now sold me a, a second Fiesta. Yeah. That's where PCP works for them. Then they make up money a fourth time because your old Fiesta that you had originally, they've taken that back and it's yeah. gone to used cars yeah. and they've sold that at profit. Hmm. And that's how the cycle continues. Yeah. Whereas with leasing, the car doesn't go back to the garage. The car is owned by the phone for the finance company, and the finance company are the ones that sell the car on the profit. Mm. They've unless they've structured the deal so that you're guaranteed some like your balloon payment is so minimum that they've they're very confident that mm. your car is going to be worth More what than, they think it's going to yeah. be worth. Well, I'll just say be careful yeah. because I'm not again. I don't, I don't try and bash no dealers, but. A, there's a guy I go to a networking group every Thursday and this guy is a business manager at Santander yeah. Bank and 
he deals with clients with like six million pound turnover a year. So you'd think he knows about money. Yeah. Mm. He found himself in four grand negative equity on a, oh on a BM1 series. He's that paying happens. like 400 pound a month on yeah. a BM1 series. And I'm like, how did you even, like, I didn't yeah, say it to that. him, but I'm looking at him thinking, how did you, the guy <laughs> that I would come to for money advice, get yeah. into that situation? But yeah. Yeah. you get in there and you get hit with the emotional. There's another uh, another kid who's also on a one series, funny enough. He rang me and was like, oh, I brought a car this time last year, just before Christmas. I was gassed, blah, blah, blah. And I made a mistake. But that's where they get you. Yeah. They sit you in the car, test drive you, and you feel like you feel the level. Yeah. You, <laughs> you feel the level. <laughs> and you're driving, and it's like, I need this car. And then you sign the documents. And then when you go home, or 12 months later, when you take stock of what you're in, he's now, he's in five grand negative negative equity. Mm. Mm. Yeah, like the guy that um I was talking to um, that called me up and was he was dis- he was distressed. I kind of felt sorry for him, but um, there's a lease deal that's on a better spec one series, brand new, that he could have now. And it's hundred pound a month cheaper than what he's paying. Yeah, not wow. even the same. It's hundred pound a month yeah. cheaper. When so I've, that's what I'm saying. You need to be careful. Just just do do a bit of research. I think that's why I think this episode is so important because I think cars within our community are such a big thing. People, as soon yeah. as you get money, you go to buy it, <laughs> well, not buy it outright, lease it because that's yeah. the thing. Lease it, how you purchase it, PCP, finance, whatever. But people don't realize that there's so many deals out there. They just don't know what they're getting into. I got put off after that. Mm. I gave my car back and I was like, I'm done. Yeah, mm. I'm not doing it anymore. So. I would like to know what are the most common mistakes you will find of our people in our demogra- demographic? If um, there are any, right? Yeah. Are you, do you even want to say them? Because <laughs> well, are, are there? Any? I do. I do <laughs> want to say them. But are there any though? Any what mistakes? Yeah, yeah that are one. specific to our demographic. Do you know why I'm saying that? Because remember we had the ep- the other episode with um, the tattered gentleman. Yep. yep. And we, I ask a similar question, and he just said, oh, "No, there's nothing specific." To demographic know. he said it's a generational thing but with cars there so that's must what i'm be saying there, there yeah. must be with cars well that's what i thought was i well, true, true. Right, it depends it depends how you look at it there are there are, there are a, a, as a generational thing there is a part of society not even as a gen a, just a generation there is a part of society that are into like high-powered petrol cars and they want to spend stupid money and soup up their cars and they'll buy a fiesta and like i know a guy that he's a valet at the garage i worked at and he's paid stupid money just making his fiesta loud it's not even fast it's just loud yeah <laughs> you know what i mean and they, that's but that's that's his thing and people will do that they'll buy cars and they'll make it a, a collector's item and they'll do you know what i mean they'll add little mods and cons that's one thing the problem that I think is within our demographic and um is our how do I put it? We want we like to stunt on each other. Mm. Yeah, you don't want to be seen in certain things. And I was watching an episode, I don't know if you lot watch wrong. I don't know if you lot watch Back Chat. I do. You watch, did you did you see the episode the other day when they were talking about entrepreneurship? Yeah. Okay, now I can't remember the singer's name, the um the Jamaican guy Daniel um, Brown. Adrian. Adrian. Now Adrian has a musical background and he um I think he's a singer or he's some form yeah, of he's musician. A, he's a singer. Yeah. So now he was there and he almost like broke down. Yeah. And I the, the episode it made, was, him, it made him depressed. Okay. But did you hear what he said that annoyed me? That got to me. And he said how about because, his family. Yeah, not no 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 no. It was about how he's got mortgage to pay and he's got he's I think he mentioned car payments. Yeah. But let's let's just say he did for the for the sake of the yeah. podcast. Yeah, because most people will have that in there. So he wants to be a musician, but he's got his monthly he's got his mortgage to pay, he's got his monthly payments and his car to pay, blah 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 blah. But he wants to be a musician. Mm. Now, I feel passionate about that because I in my before I worked in the car industry, I did manage a music artist and it I crossed paths with Rich Free too. 
mm-hmm. who's a rapper, and he done a track with a guy that I was singing with before he was who he is now. Mm. And the story is, but long story short, is to get him on the verse, I had to, he caught the tube down to West London where we recorded it. I had to pay for his cab back to Tottenham. He lived in a humble um, council flat in Tottenham with his with his then partner. Um, we shot the video, I had to pick him up, rented a car, picked him up, drove him to Croydon, etc. And around that time is when his first album, Retrospective, come out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the guy good was album, very good album. He, but he was upset saying that it's not been distributed because this was pre-Spotify, pre-everything. It was to have your CD and HMV was the only way yeah, people were going to hear your music mm-hmm. on the masses. And he was upset. And I said to you, you know what, bro, I think one day, because I was a big fan of him first time I heard him, I was like, one day I reckon people will be going back to buy that album. Roll on a couple of years later, I moved. I moved to Birmingham, and I was working in the office, and there was these like middle class white ladies singing that the hook yeah. to "Don't Go," and they're yeah. playing on Radio mm-hmm. One, and that was mind blowing for me. But the difference with Rich and Adrian, because Rich is now he's he you hear you listen to him talk about G wagons, and his one of his tracks he's talking about how he brought a Merc off tractor, yeah, um, and he, he drives G wagon Porsches, Porsche, yeah, it is, <laughs> and um, Porsches. He, he's got he's he's a millionaire. He talks about he makes qu- a quarter of a million festively, and I'm sitting there watching Adrian. And I'm thinking to myself, bro. If you just relaxed and never really wanted to worry about what people think, because mm. we buy cars, when you're in a car, like people, it used to be a running joke, customers will say, oh, I, I want that car, but I don't like silver, I prefer it in black. When you're inside it, you can't see what colour it is anyway. Mm. Mm. True. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So true. So someone like Adrian is, in my opinion, um, is not where he's, he's not going to get to where he's going to be because he's more, he wants to have a mortgage because people around him I presume have got mortgages and by a certain age you need yeah, to buy your house yeah, or yeah, yeah. you need to drive a certain car and that's the issue thing. it's a status thing yeah. Yeah. your car has to have a certain badge on it and has to have a certain plate on it and rare, rare, rare. And that's why I say to people some people call me up and they, they, they are dreaming they don't really want or they can't afford what they think they want mm. and they definitely don't need what they think they want and it's just like be sensible you don't have to have a Merc or a Beamer just get something a bit more humble they're still decent and you can drive like you can drive a, a say at IB for a um, I done no deposit, 188 pounds a month. I don't feel like you Spren- can say say I'd be for to our demographic. Which is the problem. <laughs> no, I've been the problem. And I mean, yeah, they, yeah. don't get me wrong. If you're work, if you're happy, if you're happy working um, a nine to five, and do you know what I mean, you want to live that life and all the rest of it, and more power to you. And I some, I somewhat envy you because that that peace of mind will be great. But absolutely, if then then you can afford it, and what you class as afford is a, is a different is a different subject. But if you can afford it and you want to buy a Merc, then you crack on. But yeah. don't be on going go on a well-established um, YouTube YouTube show, whatever it is, like Backchat, yeah. and be talking about how your bills for a car, potentially, I presume, is in that mix-up for Adrian. Yeah, yeah. It's stopping you from achieving your dream. I, I worked at, I worked at a, um, like I said, one of the biggest franchises in the country, in Europe, and I used to get a brand new car every three months. Yeah. I was driving, you know what I mean? I, I remember driving, that life. I was, driving, <laughs> I was driving some of the best cars I've, yep. I've driven in my life, and... I, st- I gave it up because yeah. it weren't for me and yep. I made that sacrifice and that's the problem if people I presume majority of our, um, your listeners will be people that have got some form of entrepreneurship in them to be listening to this format yeah. do you know what I mean they're not going to be necessarily dust. they've got a certain a certain mindset and if yeah. your mindset is I want to make it I want to do something with my life I want to start a business or I want to do something positive and you're in our demographic one of the things that's stopping you is because you can't be seen in a Say at Ibiza, you have to be seen in a Merc C class coupe. Mm. That is a good point. It's crazy because it's not even just to say Ibiza. I feel like Fords. Yeah, for, no, people, Fords. Mm. People don't want to be in a Ford. People don't want to be in a Ford. Like, Luxor has to be, be German. A, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. If exactly. it's not an Audi, 
uh, it's getting worse because you get because these rappers because these yeah. rappers are we, the American rappers are now becoming British rappers and they're making a lot of money, right? Mm. But what people don't realize is that people that are like Krypton Conan, Conan was homeless at once upon a time. Yeah. When he when he first come onto the scene, he had no money. These people, like I said, Rich was living in a council flat in Tottenham, and I picked him up. I weren't making nowhere near his money, but I was a chauffeur. Do you know what I mean? So. These people don't realise that you've got to make a sacrifice at some point. You've got to sit down and say, all right, what what do I want to be? My thought is now, what do I want to be driving in 2020? Yeah. yeah. 2017's done. Yeah. I'm not breaking my neck to end the year driving a Merc. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? I want to I want to be able to know hmm. where I'm at in 2020. So that, yeah, the answer to your question is, uh, the biggest issue in our demographic is not being humble with what you want to drive. You want to yeah. drive a big executive car, Mm. when you haven't got nothing to show for it. Yeah. That's quite interesting, the point you made around badges, because I was talking to one mm. of my friends who's a mechanic, yeah. and he was saying many of these top-end cars, I think it's like the Evoke, mm. has either a VW or a Ford engine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> you know? So it makes you look at it slightly differently when it pulls up next to you in, in, at you know, the lights. You, you know, know, like when you go and buy certain clothes or um, they'll say certain items in Tesco's, it'd be the same thing in, say, an Audi, but just with a different label on mm. it. It's the real life of cars as well. Yeah. Wow. I mean, there's not... There's not that many engineers in the world for every brand to have their own set of engineers making their own cars unique and one can do this. And yeah. They all do the same thing, bro. Mm. But you know, I think it's sad. I feel like you can say that to our demographic and it wouldn't matter. No, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter what's matter. under doesn't the matter. bonnet. Because all that matters is what, what car you pull up in exactly. outside the club. Exactly. No matter how you got that's it, no matter it, how much you pay yeah. for it. And I think it's sad because, like I said at the beginning, and um, the reason why I rate what you lot are doing on this podcast is because you're you're saying stuff that I will say to my friends and people around me but it's on a wider scale. So that's why you got to keep on doing what you're doing. And we need thank more you. platforms thank like you. this. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because it is, it is an issue. Like, why are we, why is stopping someone like Adrian being an amazing artist that could bring yep. a message to somebody for not, for paying for something that he's probably not going to want when he's in 10 years time. He doesn't need. Probably less than that. Well, less than that. Because I remember, do you, do you not remember the Renault McGann coupe? Yeah, 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 of I course. when I was coming up, um, Bashi used to drive one. He's from around, he's from around here and I'm, I grew up around here as well. And it's like, that car was the thing to have. It was the <laughs> car to have. Like. What a McGann. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember the point, that car. McGann Coupe in, in Northwest London was. No, 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 no. No, it was everywhere. It was everywhere. Yeah, it was everywhere. That, I couldn't afford one. I was stressed yeah. up. <laughs> and after that, you had the, the two-seater MG. Like, but I remember the McGann Coupe. <laughs> yep, yep, remember that. I remember the McGann Coupe, especially because in when I was at the garage, like I said, I was one of the people that valued the cars and the car come in and it was like £150 was mm. the valuation. And I looked at it and I said to one of the guys and where, where I was working with, I was like, I would bro- I would have given my right arm to drive this yeah. car. Yeah. Sure and we're talking, we're talking like 10 years later, mm. giving my age away and that, but we're talking 10, <laughs> 10, 15 years later and the car's worth £150 and you can yeah. own it. It's crazy. Mm. It is crazy. Well, um, so does the customers have power to negotiate? When yeah, yeah. It, it, it depends on what you're negotiating on, but yeah, you always got, especially if you're buying on finance, you always got room for negotiation. Because I know uh, there's sometimes that they'll contribute to the deposit that you put down. Sometimes. But or, the, the thing you need to remember is that with a garage is that there's always a marketing budget. There's always profit mm, mm, mm. to be made. They, that's a, It's a business at the end of the yeah. day. You're not doing nothing wrong. They, they, you know what I mean? The guy that's selling... The guy that's selling you some like sweets in the sweet shop is selling it at a profit. The same yeah. way a car garage, it's just a higher ticket yeah. item. Um, but there's always room for negotiation. You always get something, even if it's just a set of mats. You can always get something from the dealership. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, hundred the, percent. There's room for. Negotiation. I remember that's the one thing my dad used to always leave the dealership with a set of mats. Yeah, you got to get something <laughs> like with what? Uh, car mats. Car mats. Oh, right. 
<laughs> like what, for free. Yeah, no, yeah, without yeah. fail. It feels like a win. It feels like a win for the customer. I mean, it's to be honest with if you're buying cash it's becoming more competitive and it's becoming harder for dealers to make money out of the actual physical car. Yeah. But if you're buying on finance, trust me, you can negotiate something. Cool. Definitely. And so, shop around as well. Oh, sorry. Um, apart from interest rates, yeah. what should purchasers be looking out for? Um, you got to look, what? Just regarding finance or on the cards? Um, just anything, any hidden costs, anything. Admin fees, mm-hmm. um, some like there is going to be an admin fee of some sort, but some of the admin I I charge like a ninety eight ninety nine admin fee, but then you'll get leasing companies that charge like a four five hundred pound admin fee, and it's mm. like what are you charging that for? It's, it, it, there's not that much work involved, yeah. so just make sure the admin fees are not ridiculous, um, and generally shop around. If you're looking at a leasing, especially shop around and have a look at what the monthly payments are because they they can be inflated to a ridiculous yeah. level where you are paying too much. Um, if you're buying on the PCP, look at the balloon payment because yeah. a balloon payment can be um, increased massively just to make the more profit in the car, but hide it because your monthly yeah. payment isn't. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. It depends on how on how, what the finance company is. To be totally honest with you, because some finance companies are a lot more expensive than others. Yeah. When um when purchasing on PCP, um, but yeah, just check the balloon payment. Um, but yeah, APRs and flat rates as well and if if a if a dealership's only telling you what the flat rate is yeah you've got to listen carefully to the, what they're saying if they're saying flat rate you need to ask them what the apr is okay because the a the apr always sounds more scary than the flat rate and if you are looking at things like a bank loan as an alternative which i don't recommend but if you are the flat rate is not going to mean nothing when you walk into a bank yeah so you need to know what the apr is so are all these are all these costs laid out in front of you or do you it have should to be. ask the question? It depends. It depends because, and that's part of the reason why I had to leave the garage because I started to feel like I was doing my the company a disservice and I, I could have been sacked at one point because my job was to increase profits. Yeah. Know? But um, the, the things you're meant to be told aren't necessarily told. And then if yeah. you do bother to get all the way to the point where you are in a position to start um, asking for, to take it to court basically and claiming, making claims and all the yeah, rest of it, yeah. you then got to prove that certain, you gave certain, certain information. Yeah. So, okay. and the way you do it as well. So again, like I said, you're at a, when you're buying a car, the day you go to collect it or when you're signing the finance documents before you collect it, you're excited. Yeah. You're more interested yeah. in what, what, what the lever looks like or they'll be asking you questions or yeah. talking about the car and you're not even realising that you're paying 25% APR and you're just signing the document on yeah. it. And then when it comes to you taking it to a tribunal or whatever, they're going to be, they're, they'll say, well, she signed the documents. Yeah. yeah. She knows. She yeah. Knows. You're, and, and it is on you're you. To, yeah. You're talking three, four years ago and you're like, uh, yeah, but I didn't, I There's didn't no know. Buts. Yeah. You signed and that's it. it. It's a contract. So yeah, mm, so yeah you, sure. just need to, you need to be careful and in what you're signing and you, you can ask, you can ask them what commission they're making out of a deal. Oh really? Yeah. And they legally have to tell you. Oh wow. Okay. They don't have to like put it on an advertising board. We're making X, but if you ask um, a dealer um, what finance commission they're making, they have to tell you. So that's just new transparency stuff from the FCA, right? Oh, yeah, really? and it's yeah. getting like I said when this when this PCP thing hits the fan, which I think will be very soon, it's going to get even worse, and wow. that's kind of why because thanks for letting our listeners know. Yeah, d- yeah. D- that's what kind of why I've, I've I've moved into the the area. I'm not I'm not sales. Like it comes across as a car salesman but 
I always tell people I, I interact with that I'm more of a consultant. Yeah, mm. yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So it's not really about making massive margins and all the rest of it. Obviously, you've got to pay the bills, but at the same time, it's more about making sure people don't make the wrong decision when yeah. purchasing the vehicle. Yeah, and it, there's a term for that. It's called a long-term greed. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing is, I think people need that because as I worked in this and in the contracts and people would literally phone up and not know what they'd signed up to. Oh, trust me. You know, they're expecting it to be A and it's, it's really B and that's what you signed up for, you know. Yeah. So you kind of need someone to tell you what your deal is, no, not 100%. just get you to sign it. Um, that would lead me on to one question. Uh, what would you say the average person um, is clearly spending when leasing? And what would be a wise proportion of your salary, do you reckon, to spend on a, on a lease deal? Because I, I remember your, the video you posted on Instagram, I reposted it, of the guy that wants a really big car but can only afford £5 a month. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it really brought mine to people overstretching themselves yeah. or unrealistic. Do you know what? Shout out to Sideman. Um, he, he is a comedian. Talking about the post that he, um, he put up, um, Sideman all day on Instagram. He is a comedian that I've seen. I met in Birmingham when he done a show and for my business partner. And I said to him, look, I want to post something on there. We just discuss rates or whatever. And then he sent me a script and I didn't really like it. So I asked him to do something else. And he sent the script for the one, the sketch you the saw. One I saw. And that is so accurate. It's crazy. Like, because obviously I'm in it as well. And mm. the reason I can get into character so well is because that happens to me about 10 times a day. Wow. Like not really, not really five pound. Obviously that's an extreme version, but people will call up asking for a car that, and they, they, they're way below what they can afford. What you should be aiming for, I would... I would say realistically, you need to be able to make your monthly payments after you've paid all your bills. So after you paid for where you live and after you've paid for putting food in your mouth and if you've got kids, etc., paying, making sure you've yeah. dealt with all that. Yeah. You need to be able to afford to pay for your monthly payment three times over, in my opinion. So what that fixed amount is or what that percentage is, it depends because some exactly. people rent, some people live yeah. at home, yeah. some people have mortgages. So I can't put a fixed figure on it. <coughs> yeah, so that, that sounds like roughly a third of your disposable exactly. income. Exactly. And yeah. that's what we... And on when you... um when you get an application form for me for your for your fine for the finance application we ask you what your what your current salary is or your net salary is what your total um income is what your surplus is so then that can be then we can look at it and we can say to um we can then say to you yes you can afford this or no you can't so it it's it's very important that yeah i personally i'd say three times your um your sur- your surplus income yeah, okay. yeah, that, that sounds good. Mm. That's that sounds. You're not going to get in trouble that way. Yeah, that yeah. sounds prudent, and I like prudence. I feel like people don't do that. That will probably be taking people. The car will take people to the zero mark. Do you know what people but do? They're comfortable yeah. with that. Mm. Do you know what people do? They'll say, "All right, let's say, let's say they got a thousand pound. This is real life tonight. I'm not even exaggerating. They'll say, "All right, my rent's three hundred or whatever it is. They say rent's three hundred. Obviously, I haven't lived in London for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever lived in London? <laughs> yeah I've never paid rent in London oh, okay. like, smart man yeah. um, <laughs> so my rent's 300 and then that leave, that leaves me that leaves me with 7 okay cool so I probably need about another 200 to eat which is probably a massive understatement mm-hmm. yeah I've got 500 pound I can spend on a car what about yeah. insurance yeah, yeah. what about yeah. the fuel etc etc what, what, what about the servicing costs etc exactly. etc and that's Repairs, really how people so then, think so then would you say that figure you gave earlier of saying a third of your disposable income should that third include all of the things like insurance whatever whatever um I no I would say a third of your SERP with them things after that okay cool because it's not going to be as much 
Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? So yeah. you you have to be able to once I like you. I I just look at the main bills because if worse comes to worse and you can't service your car, you park it up for a while, and it, but you can't pay for your car and not eat. Yeah, or you can't no. Live Some people will though. Right? <laughs> you know I'm, I'm sure people do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely, people yeah. do oh, it. So this kind of it kind. Of, I think you may have answered this already, but just to be certain, because earlier you mentioned with our demographic, we tend to want to just stunt, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. So would you say we also tend to spend quite a lot on cars compared to other people? Um, I think they spend more than what they what we need to. Okay. Um. Not really. It depends what your class is. A lot. Everyone's cl- everyone's version of a lot is different. But yeah. you do get people that are that are in council estates buying cars that they yeah. really have no business buying. That's a question that I happen, had. That so happens more in our in our demographic. I feel. Do you see a different? Do you see people of completely different income levels spending on the same type of car? Yeah. Okay. I remember. <laughs> do you know what? All right. So. Going back to this networking group I'm a part of here, yeah, there's a guy in there and he is, um, he runs an office, um, what's it called? Something McIntyre, it's an accountancy. I feel um, like I've heard about them. On you the probably radio. have. They, they've, they're, they're massive. Yeah, they're I've heard huge. them on the radio. And he's an accountant, so he's sensible with his money, obviously. But he, um, MH, M, MH, um, MH McIntyre, I think it is. But anyway, he runs this office He's, he's, he's loaded. He drives a mini Clubman. Mm. That's his car. It's a mini Clubman and he's happy with it. I think his wife drives a Toyota Yaris and he was looking to me to change the cars um, but he's, that, that'll come later on But and he wanted to change it to something like a Volvo or something. Whereas an ex-customer of mine which I worked in the garage she's she's a nurse. She lives in a humble house um, and she was asking me about a Range Rover Evoque mm-hmm. and she wants to put 10 grand down as a deposit Ooh. whoa Whoa! I'm being serious like, I, I said how much does this person earn I don't know what I said nurse in a humble she's, home she's, innit? she's a nurse, <laughs> nurse. She's, yeah she's, she's normal and yeah. she's like I'm saying she, and I said to her I'm not doing that like because this is the thing I build relationships with certain customers that they, they come somewhat friends and I said to her straight you're not buying that car she goes to me oh, I'm going to get it I'm going to get it I'm, like, I'm not going to it's stupid yeah yeah like, do you know what I mean? You ten grand can do a lot of a lot of things, and oh God, that's so that's one of the things that that's one of the things that like you guys listening to a podcast with you guys can open people's minds. So, let's say you have got, let's say you want to buy a a golf, which is like twenty five grand, brand new, and you've got you saved up the twenty five grand. <laughs> is that how much they cost now? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. 16k. Yeah, no, this is a long time ago. It depends on what spec it is. I must yeah. be out of touch. You, you might get a more basic one, but Golf yeah. S. I'm talking 2007, <laughs> which was 10 years ago. Golf yeah. S. I was looking at Golf. This is Mark Five. Yeah. It was like 16k, oh and my. S was a good spec. It wasn't the best one. But as Gavin said, there's so much more in cars now. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot true. of technology. Yeah, there's a lot they're of technology computers in cars now. They're computers exactly. on wheels. Yeah, exactly. And True. that's the thing, people want these stuff. You want a sat nav, you want you convenience. Want you want convenience. Yeah. convenience. No, hundred yeah. percent. But like yeah. you you can um you can get one of them for a couple hundred pounds a month, um, on a lease and then use let's say you put ten grand aside and you said you're gonna use that for your um to pay for your car and your monthly payments, your deposit, etc. The other ten grand you can invest. And you know if you do invest and you listen to you guys and you invest in the right way and you get a return on that. Part of your monthly payment can be paid through dividends. Offsets, right? Mm. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's what it's about. It's about investing. And that's what me and my business partner, when we first sat down and started knocking heads about putting this together, one of the things, and he's even clued me up on certain things, is that you can use the money that you was going to put all that money into buying a car because that's another thing with our people. We want to own it. Yeah. That's that comes car. from the old school. That's my car. I want to own it. Mm. Yeah. You man, you man lease a car. You ain't serious. Right? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. not, I am serious mm. because my lease is paid for by my, the, the house that I invested in. Yeah. Do you know? And that, the rent from that is what I used to pay for my car. And guess what? When I have to give my car back and you want a new shape and I want a new shape, I'm going to have the new shape. And I'm still gonna have my house. Exactly. So you're gonna have to sell exactly. the car. And, you know, there's there's a lot of people in the finance industry or investment industry, and what they say is, um, you buy assets that appreciate, and yeah. you lease assets that depreciate. Yeah. Exactly. A yeah. car is an asset that depreciates rapidly. You don't want to own it. I don't. Even you just want to rent it. I don't yeah. even call it an asset. I think they're a liability. Well, yeah. yeah. They're 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 agreed. Yeah. So, Gavin, could you leave our listeners with three tips when financing a car? Um, Please, yes. Yeah. So uh, be sensible as far as like the monthly payment. Like I said, work out how much you've got after all your bills are paid and a third of like divide that by three and then that's probably where you should be at or there or thereabouts on your monthly payment. Um, also take care and not don't let emotion get involved when you're buying a car and when you're financing the car. Try and be, take your time, shop around, ask the right questions. And thirdly, Contact the car buying guru. Goes hello at car buying guru. <laughs> of course, hello hello most importantly, most importantly, yeah, yeah, you, got, you got you got a plug, bro. Car yeah, we, have we UK, got man. have you got his link? Of course, of course, all that. that's going to be on the socials and everything. Yeah. Where can we find you? So yeah, I mean, literally, uh, Facebook, um, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, um, car buying guru UK, um, websites carbuyingguru.co.uk. Um, you can email us hello at carbuyingguru.co.uk. You don't have to be buying something. Um, you can just be asking a question about car insurance, mechanics, values. Yeah. We got we got links into everything. We got partners into pretty much every field to do with a car. So Perfect. literally, if you want your car valeted, um, I I know someone that knows someone who can get your car valeted for you. Yeah. And they'll come to your house. That's oh, wow. one stop you know shop. And yeah, then. that's and that's in a sense, he's the car version of making sense, right? Yeah, basically, <laughs> no, seriously, basically. Yeah, exactly. No, no, we, we appreciate so that. needed. And, yeah. and what I was gonna say is, you know, with this show, we all we've all kind of said whenever we bring someone in here, that person's gonna add value. Mm. He runs a company. He's not here to promote his company. He's here to add value to people's lives, yeah. and just happens to be running his company. Yeah, and we're happy to promote. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I think you know, even in some of the tips he's given him, given us, shall I say, it kind of be a little bit counterintuitive because you, as you know, you got money to make, but you've yeah. told customers, you know, you've armed them with information that would yeah. potentially put you on the back foot. Oh yeah, so no, but, but you know what? Respect it, I say. It's yeah. a long game, isn't it? I'm yeah. not. I would prefer you to take my information and go and buy a car elsewhere but you know what's going to happen if someone else comes to you and says they want to buy a car you, you'll probably say I'd imagine send them to, to Gavin yeah for yeah, sure yeah. are you sure you never worked for Goldman Sachs <laughs> that's, the, that's the long term greed that they used to have yeah they used to do deals that weren't so great but they knew they would have that customer for life. Yeah. And yeah. over the years, they would make so much money off them. Mean? So they didn't care about not making a big profit. But Gavin cares. That That's different. No, he means, no, I, I he means I don't care about making a big profit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, but um, it's, it's a long term. It's long term. And even when I was working in the garage, you get people that want to make um, X amount. Because like, all right, let's say my target is £800. The customer wants to spend um, £800. But I know I could probably deal them at 1000 
I'm happy at 800 mm. because yeah. they're going to, in a year or two, they're going to find out, well, you know what? I didn't get quite a good as deal. And, and with cars, people aren't loyal, really. No. Mm. But I've got customers now that I sold cars to four years ago. They're still happy and they're still, um, they're still yeah. coming back to me and asking me questions and all the rest of it. And I, even when I'm not doing this, whenever that may be, if it ever uh, does happen, they'll still come to me and ask me about car advice. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, right. I think that advice is so important. Yeah, you're, you're, so, you're so maintaining important. a good yeah, long-term relationship and that, and with the customers. Yeah. I, I think the general public don't need car salesmen, they need car consultants. Yeah. 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 Especially with more, yeah. whereas most of us are going on to these finance deals, it's not as simple as go to the forecourt, give him a wad of cash and leave. You know, they're exotic uh, contracts, essentially, to, to some regard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need someone to step you through those. Yeah. Uh, or at least a platform for you to get information for you to know yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's kind of why I, I, I was really attracted. And to I it. think it's most importantly within our demographic and now because I feel like we're going crazy with car buying. Yeah, like there's oh, yeah. only free makes mm. that we feel like we should drive when we we can't afford it. Yeah, people. We do need to open up. Live at home, like you said, humble council flats basic mm. lifestyle but the cars they're driving mirror that of somebody that's earning so much more than I'm them saying, and I, like I said, I'm not saying no you shouldn't I'm not a hater I'm not saying you shouldn't buy a car or you shouldn't have a nice car but what in my opinion and what you guys are promoting it from what what I take from it is that we're trying to we're trying to make our people we're not going to be giving anything and by rights no, no one from any other culture should give us anything we've got to make our own that's why Definitely. I'm doing what I'm doing mm. trying to make my own black owned business if you like but Spend the money you're spending on your car on something that's going to last forever. Like, what, what's, what's your kids going to do with a with a twenty year old Mercedes? Mm. You know what I mean? They're not going to, not to do thing. nothing. It's not going to be worth yeah. nothing. So, you know what I mean? invest that money in something else. And when the time's right, you'll get you'll get your yeah. Because it's only going to get worse. And he's not saying good. don't have luxury items. He's saying be mindful of how you're spending yeah, your cool. money and just make sure you've got it to spend before putting it on a car. Just want to put that out there because we're not saying you can't have nice things. You can have yeah, nice. You things. You should have nice things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Prioritize. Um, wow. So. Uh, bro, thank you for coming thank through. You. Uh, Thanks, man. Amazing really appreciate information. Uh, it. You know, there were a few more questions we didn't get around to, but uh, maybe we'll put them online or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll whatever. Put them in the direction of um, our website. You know, you've got our, our, our socials think underscore king underscore j, uh, making sense pc, Instagram and Twitter. you got yours truly, Francis. My Twitter's at bra living. Uh, sorry, at bra underscore living. Find me on Instagram S A double M A underscore XX or Twitter M S underscore S A double M I underscore XX. Twitter Miss underscore K underscore V A N G. And our special guest, the socials, one more time, please. Uh, Car Buying Guru UK. That's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, cool. um, YouTube, carbuyingguru.co.uk. There's a lot of information on there as well. Definitely. Yeah, we'll be sure to have all those in our notes as we well. We will so do. If you, people want to holler at you. And remember, guys, he said you can email him for queries, questions. Yeah, yep. just, just ask yeah. me anything you want to know. Literally, don't, there's no stupid questions. Yeah. There isn't. So, any way in which you want to finance your car, you need information, holler at us, holler at Gavin, and we'll get you that info. And and, and mention making sense for 10%. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That was a joke, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, once again, thank you for listening. Yes. One, same as always, feedback, feedback, feedback. We really do get through it all and value it. Um, uh, until next time. And special thanks to Gavin for coming. Thank you. Appreciate it. Really, really, really appreciate thank it. Thank you. you. Keep going, man. Appreciate it. We will do. We will thank do. you so much. All right, take care. Bye. We're out. Over and out.